You're listening to the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com with Mingle Sariol. Here are your hosts. Go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on find Facebook at wrestling, WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS. But now, you're being broadcast in over 45 countries. Daniel and Tyler Abe. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Dan O'Haran. I'm Tyler Abear. And welcome you to episode 432 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching WrestlingNewsSource Podcast. Still haven't done research to see what the new name is. Apple Podcasts. Is that what it is? Sure. Oh, I think I said the same That's thing That's what it is week. now. I think that's what we said the same line last week. I was like, that, is that what it is? And you're like, sure. If that's what it is, it is, it is that. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, <laughs> Satchel, and Spotify. We're also on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. Also on Twitter, WNS Podcast. Tyler's Tyler underscore Bear. if for any reason you want to follow him. He has not tweeted since, I think, like 2017. So maybe might not get at you I right might away get on there. I may hop on the Twitter. Uh, yeah, right. Let's some be- down, sometime down in the future. Let's be real. <coughs> You're never getting back on Twitter ever again. Never getting back together again. You remember how anti Twitter I was when we first started doing the podcast? Yeah. And now all like, hey, Twitter, you should get on it and use it. I'm like, Ugh. and now you're like that. And you're like, I'm like, oh. get away from me, Twitter. I don't need your hashtags. Sick ass bastard crazy bitch <laughs> you're a bird crazy bitch stupid ass bitch crazy bitch old punk ass bitch crazy that from? Bitch. that's from uh, outcast oh okay roses oh <laughs> a bitch's bitch crazy bitch just bitch bitch crazy bitch i think uh there's a lot going on this week yeah in wrestling yeah in general yeah yeah all right yeah yes Let's we do have we do have a lot to cover. Yeah, but before we do that, Tyler, how are you doing? Um, slightly tired. A little tired. A um, little wired. A little wired. Tired. Um, every time. Well, l- the last few episodes, I've been coming here, getting a bottle of water, and squirting some Mio in it. <laughs> Squirt. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Never say that phrase Squirt. again. Yeah, I've been squirting <laughs> some Mio in a in a, <laughs> in a bottle. Uh, moist. Um. <laughs> Some people don't like the word moist. Some people don't like the word squirt. How you feel about that? <laughs> people are entitled to squirt. their opinions. Uh, squirt a little Mio in that bottle. Yeah. Why don't you give it a taste? Yeah. Mm, so good. Mm, so no, good. Um, so sweet. I got one more day of work, sweet. and then I am off to Neverland with my family uh, to, for a trip to Disney World Woo-hoo! in Florida, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Right down the road from NXT. Yes. You'll be there for Wednesday, right? No. No? But. I thought you were going for like a whole week. Yeah, but we're staying in Disney. I'm not going to split. Man. Splitsville. You're right down the road. Yeah. I wonder what the distance is from Disney to. Uh, need to go to Full Sail University. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up. Hey, I eventually would like to do that. Yeah, but uh, I do just don't think it's what's going to happen right now. Oh, it's happening! Not this trip. I already got you tickets. Oh, shit. your name is on the list. Yeah? Was it called Tyler A Bear A Bear Face? No, it's not Tyler A Bear A Bear Face. It's Tyler A Bear Bear Face. Oh, Bear Face. Yes. Piss. Piss. And shit. Um, 
One so man's this? piss is another man's shit. <laughs> one, oh no, we, one wish, man's shit is another man's piss. I wish piss. we could find that. Someone took that off the Man, I wish too. That would be great. Let's see. Full sale. 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 Wow. A yard sale. <laughs> um, we are it's still- a 30 minute drive. Uh, 25.9 we miles. We vehicle that we're going in. And they're not going to want to go to NXT. Plus, I guarantee, I, have a baby. I guarantee you'll have at least one person in that car who would like to go with you. He he would, yeah. but I don't know. I'm not going to leave the girls and the baby, and so this is going to be a no for this time. Tragic, trash to be thirty miles, twenty twenty six miles away from NXT. You could have just say. What if you just said, hey, man, we're going to go have some <laughs> guy bonding time. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go to one of the Disney parks without you ladies. Yeah. You, this is this is not in the Disney park. This is somewhere else down the just, street. It's just down the road. We got to run to the store real quick. Yeah, I'll be gone for a few hours. We'll be back in three hours. <laughs> three hours. MapQuest took us on a crazy route. I'm going to go see my friend Matt Riddle. That's right. Yeah. Go see the bro. Bro. Maybe I can bro. catch his uh, flip-flops. You could. Yeah. But you're going to miss all that. Yeah, yeah. Because you would rather hang out at Disney. This is uh, random. I was watching <laughs> uh, uh, Being the Elite in the latest episode where Matt and Nick are just like doing skits where they're just like being like merch whores. Yeah. Like, we're getting, we're doing this and this and this stuff. It's like, check this out. We got flip flops. And then Nick, <laughs> Nick goes, we're stealing all of Matt Riddle's merch money. <laughs> yeah. I That's thought that awesome. was funny. Yeah. Name drops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, and I know this is random. What was it? Uh, was it, was it AEW or when, when they were showing a package of uh, Britt Baker? Mm. They show Adam Cole. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. I thought that was hilarious. It's the other company. Yeah. We don't uh, care who's on it. Yeah. But going back to where yeah, I'm going to Disney World. I'll be back. That's what we're, we're not doing a podcast next week. Yeah. So, well, that's okay. That's dropping it bluntly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just dropped it out there. <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way. Oh, by the we're way. We're not doing the show next week. Uh, my bad. Because it's Halloween. It's Halloween. You're out of, you're out of state. Yeah, and I don't want to. Dana wants to go scare some kids. That's right. I want to hand out. I want to hand out some candy. <laughs> oh, give me some candy. Oh, wow, hey, that's good. good. Maybe candy. I can have some that's in your pants. I want what's in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You got to watch yeah. the show. It's a reference. Man, this episode's candy. gonna be like last episode. I'm gonna be really random. It's not the clams. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show, man. It's a good show. Um, it's a good show. So, good property. <laughs> good property so that's what's going to be happening for me uh i'm bummed about this i didn't get to go with daniel to fandemic i'm bummed that you're 26 miles away from full Sail university and you're not going to go watch nxt <laughs> that's not, what i'm bummed I'm about not, not. yeah so uh this past weekend i got to go to fandemic tour in houston uh, the folks at fandemic were kind enough to put us on the uh the guest list unfortunately uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, stuff happens, and you were unable to to attend this time. Um, but you know, maybe we can go next time. But I'm jealous because don't get me wrong, I know they had Seth, Christian, and uh, Becky, mm-hmm. but really, I just wanted to meet 
Chris Sabat. Yeah. Uh, the voice of Vegeta. Mm-hmm. The Prince of All Saiyans. Uh, you know, uh, Dragon Ball. Piccolo. Piccolo. The Bulls are nerds. So what's all the characters that Chris does? Every, you know all of them? On no. Dragon Ball? Oh, on Dragon Ball? He's Shenron, he's Piccolo, and he's Vegeta. Those are like the three big ones. I'm sure he does like side voices as well, but, you know, Concerned Citizen number 93. <laughs> but yeah, and I know he used to be like one of the top guys on the show, um, not as far as vocals, but like he was one of the producers. Oh, really? Well. Yeah, because there was like a behind the scenes documentary that was done and he was in the studio directing the voice actors. So he was kind of given direction. So um, the people you wanted to see mm-hmm. were? I wanted to see Chris Savitt, which I did. Mm-hmm. He signed my balls for me, yeah. which was nice of him. I have a, much appreciated. Yeah, it's always nice when a, so when a celebrity can sign your, your balls. balls up, you know, like on a shelf. Well, at first I had to show the lady. Yeah. You know. Your wife? No. The handler for Chris Savitt. Oh, was okay. like, what are you wanting to have autographed? And I said, my balls. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, do you want him to sign here or do you want him to sign that? And I was like, oh, just the just the flap. Just the flap. Yeah. Terry don't, Folds. Don't, you don't have to sign the balls themselves. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, sign. Hey, don't touch them. Sign this little part. To. And uh, and she was like, okay, wow, those are some nice balls. And yeah. They're so smooth. Shiny, really. Shiny and smooth, that's right. And then he, you know, proceeded to shine my balls. Yeah. Or, you know, appreciate the shine of the balls. But you put all your them. balls together. They're a collector's item, folks. You put Come your on. balls together. Like, get your mind out of the gutter. He it's, put his balls together, and you can get a <laughs> grant a wish. So it's yeah. the Dragon Balls. It's the Dragon Ball Z Come series. Yes. Dragon it's Balls. small little orbs crystal orbs with the stars in on there's seven in all uh and in lure of the show if you're not familiar with it if you collect the seven dragon that, balls the, the you, thing that you got was pretty cool yeah you get a uh you can have a wish granted i'm glad you got the regular ones instead of the black star because no one wants the black star dragon balls from gt because a year later the planet will be destroyed that's right yeah and uh he was nice enough to sign your wishes grant your wish has been granted which wish is cool that was kind of cool. Oh, and, uh, and man, oh, I'm sorry, Lord Pierce. He he was just a really cool dude because there were a bunch of little kids who came up and they would have like he does voice acting for or voiceovers for other characters on different shows. Like what you know? I mean, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I'm just My bad. I'm using it as an example. Um, but you know, uh, I think it was My Hero Academia. I think he's a voice actor. I'm gonna on look there. it up. I don't know, but anyways. Oh. Um, you know, they'd come up, like the little kids would come up and, you know, they'd pay for an autograph or whatever and they wanted a, a, them to sign something small and he would like reach over and grab like his premier 8x10s, like the shiny gloss and like sign them and just give them away. I looked wow. at the handler and I'm like, he's he's eating through the profits and she's like, <laughs> I don't know, he's doing what he wants. That's cool though. And they also had um, um, a special edition pop of Vegeta and it was only available at a specific con. It was like the over 9,000 Comic Con. And they were charging $60 for it because it's like the pop and the autograph. Like the autograph was 40 and the pop itself was 20 So that's how they did that. But, I mean, he was a nice guy. He was talking about all the different types of merchandise. Oh, man, I love this backpack of all the things that they made. I'm really glad that they made that. And, you know, taking pictures with people. He even got, a, he got, he got out of his table and got went through the line to talk to someone that he recognized. He was like, I know you're waiting to, to talk to me. I just wanted to come and say hello to you guys. 
Wow. So I'm like, that's awesome. And, you know, whenever he got done talking, they left. So, like, they were literally just waiting in line just to talk to him for a little bit. And uh, I thought that was really cool, the fact that he would take some time out to do that. And, um, and uh, there was one family that the daughter, I guess, was a teenager or something. And she walked off to look at some other merchandise. And, you know, it was their turn in line. And uh, they were there with, I guess they had two daughters. And one one daughter was with them and one wandered off. And uh, and he was like, well, when the other one, whenever y'all find the other one, just bring her back over and we'll take a picture with her. Oh, wow. So he was like, don't don't worry about waiting in line. Just come come right here. And So that's the best part of the was, con. When that, that was the shining moment of the con. Like yeah. that, that to me made it worth it because it was like, cool, got to meet someone that, that you know, I, I think is a really cool dude. Turns out he was a really cool dude. Um, you know, because you, you, you never know what kind of celebrity you're going to meet. Yeah. Um, you know, you have in your mind of watching videos and stuff. They're like, oh, this guy seems like such a cool dude. And he could be a dick, you yeah. know. Um, fortunately, Chris Sabat, two thumbs up all the way. I'm thanks, so jealous. thanks yeah. for signing my Dragon Balls. That was yeah. awesome. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I got to be honest, I did not have that great of a time. Uh, well, why don't you tell about the other thing that you like that you ran into someone? I did. I ran into a former WWE official, Tim White. And that was a cool experience. He was kind of like walking around like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> Like he didn't. I don't know if he knew where he was going or what he was looking for or who he was looking for. But man, he was just like all over the place. And I was like, "Oh, hey, Tim White." And he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" I was like, "You know, sorry to bother you. Can I take a quick picture?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." And then my phone was like acting up. I was like, "If I can get my if I, if I can get my phone working." And so I went up there and just took three quick pictures. And hey, thank you for your time. Hey, no problem. That's cool. I'm like, how hard is so that? So who he, who was he with? I'm I'm curious on if he was with Christian, um, because um, that was probably at like I'll say eleven eleven thirty somewhere around that range. Um, there was supposed to be a panel with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins at noon. Yeah, they didn't show up until one because of their flight. Did they rescheduled the panel. They did for later in the day, but by the time it would have been, I was like I was ready to go. Yeah. Um. So. At the last minute, they added Christian uh, to the Fandemic tour, and uh, so he was there signing autographs and all that. Um, but before I get to that, uh, the voice actor who plays Mario, mm-hmm. Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, Wario. <laughs> all the characters. All four of them, yeah. Um, baby Mario, baby Luigi, so on and so forth. Yeah. He was there, and uh, and... I found it very surprising that whenever I got there, there was no one in his line, not a really? single person. And so I walked up and, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, I'm doing, doing well. Um, but he looked agitated. He looked like he didn't want to be there. I mean, granted, it's Sunday. It's the third day in a Comic-Con. You know, he goes, oh, it's whatever. Yeah. So you're probably just tired of sitting there. And uh, and so I was like, well, hey, man, how... Uh, you know, how much would it be to like get a, a voice message for, for my wife? And he goes, 50 bucks. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like I went and to comic Palooza and asked the main actor from uh, balls of fury. Yeah. He was also in, uh, uh, the Harry Potter prequel yeah. films or whatever. I went up and asked him and he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Didn't charge. I mean, like I would have paid had, yeah. had he asked, but 50 bucks is a lot. You know, mm-hmm. especially at a con, like 
first you have to pay for parking, then you have to pay for your tickets, then you have to pay for whatever it is that you're getting. Yeah. So I'm like, Good Lord, dude, how do, you, how do you do that? And so uh, he went, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll talk to my wife and and see what she says. Naturally, we're like, no, nah, I'm not paying. <laughs> I'm not yeah. paying fifty bucks for that. So uh, he went to grab a refreshment or go to the restroom or something like that. And so I went to his handler handler. I'm like, Hey, I'm, you know, with the media, would he be available? You know, if the line not full or anything, uh, just to talk for a few minutes, you know, yeah. uh, like a, a five minute interview. And she goes, Oh, he doesn't do interviews. Oh. Like, man, like, you see, I'm like, I see him all the time on all these cons, you know, let's talk about the character. Let's talk about you and all this. I'm like, no, you're just, turning away media like i'm curious as to what happened on there so kind of left a little sour Mm. taste in my mouth maybe it was just me and you know because i asked if i was media or something like that i don't know but uh it was kind of disappointing because it was like man i was like really looking forward to meeting him and left with a bad taste and then uh you know like i said there was supposed to be a panel for seth rollins and, and becky lynch and i was going back and forth between the courtesy booth and where the panel was yeah. Because uh, the staff there was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm glad you got here at an early time. We have you scheduled for an interview with either Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch. I'm like, great, perfect. That's yeah. awesome. Just let me know where to be and, and I'll be there. She said, come back here around 1230. Come back to this booth around 1230 and, uh, and we'll be good to go. Well, I was like, okay, well, the panel starts at noon so that I can sit in for a few minutes. And then yeah. I'll go down, see where they need me to go. So I went up. Everyone's waiting. Someone comes up. Hey, it's going to be a few minutes. Uh, their their plane hasn't quite landed yet. They'll be here shortly. Okay, so I go hang out there until about twelve fifteen, twelve thirty rolls around. I go down to the courtesy booth. I'm like, hey, they haven't even arrived yet. And she was like, oh, that's that's not looking good. I'm like, we'll see what we can mm. do because you know they work on such a, a tight schedule. Yeah, yeah. It's like they they were scheduled to be there from noon to four. Which I found very interesting because, like, the doors were 10 to 4. And you have them scheduled for a panel at noon, go to 1, and then immediately into the VIP pictures. And yeah. then from there to uh, the autograph signings. And then as soon as that's done, they leave. I'm like, man, that's... That's too tight of a schedule. It is. And, like, there was no courtesy window for anything to go wrong. And something went wrong right off the bat. Like, their plane was late. And so I'm like, man, I'm probably not going to get any kind of chance. I'm like, I don't care if it's 30 seconds. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Let me just say you're listening to WNS or something like that. I would have yeah. been fine with that. So um, so I was like, well, let me go and see, you know, if I can talk to Christian. <sighs> so uh, so I went to the booth and, you know, he's he's got a line of people yeah. um, getting autographs and pictures. So, I, you know, when there's a, a slight pause in the transfer of uh, funds for tickets, uh, I asked the handler, I'm like, hey, I'm with the, you know, wrestlingnewsource.com. I was hoping, if possible, uh, if we can get a maybe an interview, even just a little greeting. I was going to have him do, like, a, a, a greeting to you. Hey, Tyler, sucks that you can't be here. Oh, that Something cool. like that. Yeah. And she was like, well, I'll ask. I'm like, yeah, then, you know, if, if can, cool. If not, totally understand or whatever. And, um, and so... Uh, she was like, you know, come back a little bit later and yeah. hopefully I'll have an answer for you. So I do and walk around, whatever, and check out some of the stuff. And they had a lot of cool stuff, tons of shirts, tons of pop figures, a lot of artists and all that. Um, come back. He's gone. I'm like, is he coming back? She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he went to go uh, grab some food or something like that. And I'm like, okay. 
So I'm like, well, I'll go see if uh, Rollins and Lynch have come back. Yeah. So I go in there and I'm kind of like looking around, looking for maybe a place to sit. And they come in and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to tell you this, but we're going to have to push back the Rollins and Lynch uh, panel. Um, but we do have a stand-in. Here's Christian. So I'm like, well, that's fortunate timing for me because I walked in right as that's happening. <laughs> so he walks in at, say, 1245. They only have the room until one for this <laughs> panel. Oh, God. So he walks in, brings up two kids out of the out of the crowd, which I thought was cool, does a five-second pose, answers three questions. Like, they have people line up in front of the microphones. Yeah. They do three questions, and they're like, that's it. Sorry. Thanks that's for com- just the fastest Thanks. panel I've ever seen. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. You know, I'm like damn man that sucks <laughs> so so i go back down because i'm like eventually he's gonna go back to his booth so maybe i'll have an answer or whatever yeah. and uh um and so i'm waiting in line waiting in line and everyone's waiting and i see seth and uh and becky finally arrive and they go straight to the vip booth like yeah. I, I saw them in passing like way off in the distance yeah so they go and take their pictures and people start coming out and then christian shows back up and um, and so I was just gonna, I was gonna ask him, you know, hey man, what would be the possibility of doing an interview yeah. later, later, you know, don't, you know, if, if we can't get one today, t- cool. So, uh, there are people in line and, uh, you know, they start getting, getting their pictures and autographs and, uh, a couple of people start, oops, excuse me, a couple of people start coming in behind me. And so I'm like, well, you guys go ahead. I'm not buying anything. I just wanted to talk to them real quick. And they're like, you sure? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And so, um. So as I'm standing in line, the lady looks at me and she goes, no, we're not going to be able to do an interview. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Thanks. And so, um, so it finally comes my turn, you know, let plenty of people go by. It doesn't look like there's anyone behind me. So I said, Hey man, just go up to him. Hey man, just want to say I'm a big fan of yours. I told him, uh, I was like, my buddy Tyler couldn't be here, but he wanted me to tell you his favorite match is Christian versus Monty Brown. And he <laughs> chuckled and he was like, Oh man, uh, haven't really heard that one mentioned too much. <laughs> And, that's awesome. And that's uh, awesome. and I was like, you know, I don't know how busy you are. Like I know I understand you're probably very busy and all that. Uh, but you know, if you get some free time and the lady just goes, Sir, if you're not buying anything, you need to go. Uh, I'm like what Is the this hell? a uh, uh pandemic person or is this a WWE person? I think it's a pandemic person. Okay. Gotcha. And uh and so I'm just like like right in the middle of a question and he was like, Sorry, dude. I'm like, shit. Yeah. So after that, I was just like, man, enough, enough sour taste. I'm, I'm going home. Like I'm, couldn't go with my boy. Uh, didn't get to talk to anybody. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go. But you know, it was a cool experience. I got to check it out, see what it was all about. If they come back, I might go again. Um, that was hilarious what you go. told him. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, Christian Monty he, Brown. He laughed pretty good at that one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, you know, I was gonna try and get uh, get a voice recorder, you know, just a voice greeting or something. And she was like, no, you can't do that. You need to go. I'm like, well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> pretty much. What are you gonna do? Kick me out? I'm leaving anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I'll, kick me out. I'm, 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 I'm leaving myself out. I'm kicking myself out. But um. Yeah, I mean it was, it was fine. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, 
a little bit of confusion because there weren't a whole lot of clear instructions as to where everything was. Like there was, there was no indication where the panel even was taking place. (gasps) I just happened to go up the escalator and they had a, you know, they had signage there upstairs, but it was like, if you didn't go upstairs, you wouldn't have known where to go. I wonder if they're getting their stuff lined up because this is what the second year, at least the second year. Yeah. They may have done it a previous year, but, um, yeah, I I overheard some comments where people were saying like the the staff weren't the most friendly people. Yeah. Even the uh even the talent, some of the talent weren't very kind. They just didn't seem to want to be there. Like one of the guys uh said uh he got an autograph from the guy who plays Winter Soldier yeah. in the Marvel films and he was like he misspelled my name and they wouldn't exchange it. They wouldn't get him to redo it. Wow. Yeah. It was like to Matthew and he spelled it wrong or something. And he was, and he went to go and tell him, Hey, you know, can we get it? Can I get a new, another one? Cause they misspelled my name. They were like, no, mm. like, ah, he's a bad taste in your mouth. You yeah. Know? Like, like if you do little things like that, it'll start to build up and some other stuff. And if that gets press, uh, that's yeah. not going to be, you know? Yeah. But like I saw the, I saw the CEO of the company and he was running around like crazy. Um, around with his head cut off pretty much uh but i mean you could tell how passionate he was about it but some of the other staff yeah you know, i mean someone that high up there may have the passion but it may not trickle down to you know yeah some other but people. like the lady at the courtesy booth where i went and got my press badge and all yeah. that she was as nice as could be she was very helpful uh you know i went and talked to her a couple of times and i was like you know sorry to bother you and she was like no no no. i'm like i'm really glad because you know we want to make sure that we get you taken care of uh let me pull up your your website you know she went to wrestlingnewsource.com is this it yes ma'am okay let me send this off to wwe officials maybe we can set aside some time for you That's somewhere still pretty cool that they yeah that, yeah and so uh so she tried but you know it's just it, it's the few things that that you notice, and it's kind of like yeah. still has made me happy when you told him about Christian <laughs> and Monty Brown. That's <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, okay. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. The and whole do Bangkok's it. the little thing. You remember watching that? Because <laughs> in a promo, Monty Brown was always talking about the Serengeti. You know, I'm from the Serengeti, and Christian's like, you know where the San- Serengeti is? And he's like, yeah. It was like, what's the capital of Thailand? It was Bangkok, and he hits him in the nuts. <laughs> It was hilarious. So childish. Yeah. Good shit. But, uh, you know, there were a few moments where I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. And, you know, wouldn't mind going back and maybe you can go. And- I would love to go, man. Uh, like I said, I really wanted to meet Vegeta. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say? Oh, it's powerless. <laughs> but no, that's pretty cool. He was a present bitch. <laughs> Don't say it, Nappa. Bitch. <laughs> so uh so yeah so that was my lovely journey at uh pandemic i was i man i feel bad because i went on facebook live on the main um wns page and i was like oh look we're getting ready for becky lynch and seth rollins and oh i hear there might be another guy maybe i'll get some interviews and i didn't nothing get i got nothing i got I to talk t- to tim white i got to t- i got to shake hands with tim white i shook the hands of mario and uh i shook the hands of vegeta so. <laughs> Now talk to Christian for a few seconds. For a few seconds before I got told if I'm not buying something, get I need the fuck to leave. out. <laughs> really? I'm I'm literally the last so one in if, line. Like a lot of the handlers, or if that's what they're calling them, uh, are just miserable, or they're told they have to be a certain way. I know that. Yeah, because you you know you got to keep the line moving. Yeah, but can't. when there's no one in line, like yeah. come on. Yeah, like it's okay for them to 
talk or unless they told you specifically i don't want to talk to anybody i just want to take my pictures shake my hands and collect my money Mm. so but they had some big big name stars there so the guy played hercules kevin sorbo that's his name the twins from harry potter they were there um sean patrick flannery one thing i noticed i did not see jason david frank Hmm. And he even had a sign that was like autographs start at twelve thirty. There was a line of people. Maybe he was there. At certain I must have just missed him or something because there was a line of people waiting at his booth, and I never saw it's him. A guy with three first names. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, if pandemic comes around, maybe we can get another press badge or something and get something set up in advance. Yeah. Hey, look, man. Last time we got we got the I shaft interview Vegeta. I just want to interview anybody. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Like, if they've got a booth, I'll talk to them. Interview S- Sebastian. Well, and what's crazy is that you know, just just on the off chance that we got to interview someone, I brought my gear. Yeah, like so I had my little pro gear. Almost, uh, I didn't bring my laptop and and these microphones or anything, but you know, I had a, a super mobile setup. Yeah, had my little mic. Little mic. Yeah, <laughs> big Dan, little mic. Show. Big Dan, little mic. That's right. I love that show. Um, so I had that ready, and then I uh, also had a uh, portable audio recorder. So it was just like, hey, how's it going? Good. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, You came man, prepared. I came prepared, and I didn't get to use any of it. Mm. The only thing that I used my backpack for was to haul around my equipment and carry my balls. And then I took my balls and went home. And be sad. I drove back. Mm-hmm. So not too bad. So it was fun. Yep. And then... We got to watch Raw. <laughs> yeah. Not, that, that happened. Not very memorable. But uh, Raw's not kicking butt. It is not. It is. Nor SmackDown. It is. It definitely is not. Uh, supposedly, Fox is none too pleased in the ratings for, for SmackDown because they were expecting 3 million viewers every week. <laughs> Look, you got to lower your expectations. They got it for the first week. And that's because they had The Rock on there. The only network that is winning right now is USA, and not because of Raw, because of NXT. Well, you could well that argument you could say TNT is doing pretty well as well. Also, well, they only have one show though. They do. Yeah, but they seem to be happy. Yep. I don't blame them. So Raw happened. <laughs> yeah. Kick things it. off with the uh, the sixteen time world champion, not the seventeen time world champion, but sixteen. God. Uh, Rick Flair. <laughs> How do you mess that Congratulations up? Congratulations to Ric Flair's new title reign. Uh, Most 17. of all time. Yeah, 17. Like a champ that he Much is. Much appreciated. 17 world time champion. You know, it's that 17th reign that just goes a little under underappreciated. Yeah, no like, one really talks about it. It's like, well, I mean, it's kind of like Booker T. He's not a five-time He's champion. Six. He's like six, yeah. No one ever talks about that. Not even him. <laughs> six times. Six times. You know, <laughs> it you just doesn't fit. Because you, you have to on put one that hand, hand you in got front the of hand. Yeah. Unless you have like an extra finger. And five times comes if off a little better. If you have like than six, six fingers, then it works out. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> you can do it on one hand. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work out that well. Just hug your other hand. Yeah. And hug put it. your thumb on the other side. Hug it. I just want to call her a bird so bad. <laughs> so Ric Flair comes out. And I don't know if he knew where he was. Um, He's, man, look, WWE's helping Ric Flair out a lot. Are they? Well, I mean, he wants that paycheck. Yeah. That's what I mean, you know. Dropping the lawsuit. Because they, 
Yeah, you're dropping a lawsuit. We'll give you some time. We're setting up this match, this team match, so mm-hmm. you can get some money. Get that Saudi money. Get some mo- Saudi money. Oh, God. That's blood money. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's blood money. Oh. Yes. So, uh, Ric Flair was there to announce that uh, Drew McIntyre will be the fifth man in his team. And then Ric Flair dropped the elbow on the mat. He did not do that. Because <laughs> he wouldn't. He, that would hurt him. Can you imagine if he did that and he didn't realize like he was going to do that and he was like, fuck, and he hurt himself <laughs> bad. It's just That's my life. I'm sorry. I just do it out of habit. Yeah. So, uh, that led to a match with Drew McIntyre and Ricochet. I'll be honest. I don't really remember Raw that much. <laughs> Me either. The only thing that I remember is that there wasn't a woman, a female match, a women's match, and that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. It's like, what are they building? Okay, so they're building towards the Crown Jewel, which yeah. takes place on Halloween during the day, um, which is scary. <laughs> if you want a true frightmare. They're going to have Frankenstrom in, the in there. Yes. And we'll get, oh, man, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Drew McIntyre got the win. Um, Alistair Black defeated Jason Reynolds, local talent. Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank. And here's the thing, and and you and I were kind of talking about this. Uh, so they had Alistair Black defeat a jobber this week. Yeah. Last week they had him defeat Eric Eric Young. I almost said Eric Rowan. <laughs> uh, Eric Young. So in my mind, Eric Young is lower on the totem pole <laughs> than a local talent jobber. I don't... I guess, man. I don't know what they're doing with him. Eric Young? Yeah. Or Alistair Black? Poor... <laughs> both. Uh, poor Eric Young, though, man. Yeah. It's like, you made it to WWE. Mm-hmm. You were in this dominant group. They disbanded. And then now, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. Say, hey, we don't have nothing for you. He may be doing show circuits. Congratulate yourself, my friend. He yeah. just got played. He may be doing the, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, house show circuits. Live I events. I don't know. Live events. I don't know. Um, but, get the terminology correct, sir. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but he's still getting a paycheck. Is he, though? I mean, if you're still employed, I mean, yeah. you still get a paycheck. Don't you get so. more if you perform more, yeah. right? But yeah. you still if you're, get a base. If you're on televised You still show. get a base, I would think. Just to get a base. Just to get a base. Just want to put the baby in the tan. <laughs> but, um, no, it sucks, base. though. When he came out, because I missed it, what did he still have his sanity uh Oh, he came theme? in. He was in the ring. Oh, uh, so they didn't show it. Yeah. If anyone was there at that show, say, uh, could you tell us? They probably just walked him out while there was a commercial playing on the screen. He just happened to be in the any, ring. Any younger, like give him something. But to it's do. in his name. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh, God, this. The more I read it, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. Like the further, the more we go down. Yeah. Like I was losing interest in watching it, and see, like this is how bad it was. Like normally we talk about it, and it comes back, and all that, and like, okay, it's not bad. Like this one, I didn't even want to really watch it. Like, Raw's dipped down. I don't really have much interest in watching SmackDown. Like, I'm really... We're just watching for Wednesdays. I'm I'm watching Raw to get to Wednesday. (laughs) Because that's the day when you want to go. And this week, I didn't even get to watch it live. I was at the World Series, which is pretty cool. It's cool to say that you were there. So, that was fun. (laughs) I was there. Yes. 
I got to go. I have my ticket stub. I've got proof that I was there. Um, the Astros got their butts kicked, unfortunately. Could not bring Yuck. home that, that win. Uh, but that's okay. You know, there's other games in the series, and if they don't win, then hey, so be it. it's always next year. Yep. So that's start all over. It's a good attitude. Thank you. Thank you. It's a good attitude. It's not a bad mentality to have. Yeah. So, drunk fans in the crowd. <laughs> assholes. Oh, I got to tell you about that after the show. Oof. It was bad. Um, so, we had King Jerry Lawler, Jerry the King Lawler, have his king's court with Rusev. And, <laughs> see, like you'd forgotten like what was going on. And then, uh, then I said, well, what, it, what was that all about? So... <laughs> So they're asking, like, what the deal is, what's going on, and he's like, well, I still wear my wedding ring because I hope that Lana will come back, and he's he's gotten inside of her head or something. and He's also gotten inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because here's the deal. <laughs> the first week that they did this angle, they, like, made out hard. Oh, yeah. Right? Was that the one where they're in the bed? No. Okay. That was whenever she walked out on the entrance ramp, and they, like, Oh, yeah. Made out for three minutes because the they, had, cause they the were mouth. running out of time. And yeah. I was like, we got to stretch it. Keep making out. <laughs> Do it. Since then, we have yet to see them kiss ever since that time. Yeah, because they got in bed. and They got in bed and they like cuddle. It was and, very like, awkward. Hugged. Like they were showing that and like it was like and then Lana was going to mess up. It looked like she was about to mess up and we could have got a nip slip. But <laughs> and then. Last week was the massage where he like she turns oh, over and he and gives looks, like creepy face or whatever. He looks under the covers. What's under the eng- what's under the uh No, he was he was being a gentleman and lifting the towel so she could roll over. And he looked and then he smiled. Oh, he did. Yeah. Want to give me some of that? All that white teeth. <laughs> he got white. All those wrestlers have white white teeth, if you well, Yeah, that. they got to be on TV. God. I don't like Will Ferrell teeth. <laughs> so, and then this week they were at a restaurant that that one that restaurant, was her favorite restaurant, that one restaurant that she always wanted to go to, and Rusev never took him in. Which, lo and behold, just happened to be in the city in which Raw is taking place. What are the odds of that? Was that in catering? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I saw a lot of people pointing out like issues with this. Like, okay, you know, why are they staying in a restaurant if they know Rusev's coming? You know, because there was a a spot where someone said, "Hey, oh, I know where they are." At. Well, no, he said, "I know where they, <laughs> I know where they are," and he left. Then they went to a segment where they're like, "Hey, Lana, your husband's on the way," and Bobby Lashley was like, "He doesn't have the balls to show up." So there's your continuity as to why they stayed. The issue that I had with it was that once he showed up, and okay, I get it. It's scripted television, okay. Because first, okay, here's the first thing. Going back a little bit. So they have a segment where Rusev is in the ring talking to Jerry Lawler. They appear on screen talking to the camera, correct? Yeah. So they're fully aware that there is a camera in their life (laughs) aimed at them. Yeah. After that, not once do they address the camera in any capacity. It, It has now become behind the wall again. So we're yeah, just, you can't do that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you, you, you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. Like, if you're going to do this, have... Do it have, all the way. Have Charlie Caruso appear at the restaurant saying... What the hey, fuck are you doing here? Like, have her show up, microphone in hand, camera guy, like, over her shoulder going, Hey, I got your text. What did you need? 
Yeah. And he could say, oh, we just wanted to let Rusev know we're having dinner. Like, that would have been an easier way to play it. <laughs> uh, would you agree? Yeah, no, I agree with you. First sure. off, it would have a fresher feel to it. Yeah. Because, like, okay, I'm getting sick and tired of wrestler walking down the hallway, interviewer immediately steps in front of them. Oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, fancy meeting you here. Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's have some realism. Yeah. Like, let's have Charlie going, let's find this person. Yeah. Like, Come let's look me, for Come with me, cameraman. Him. We're going to find this person. Exactly. Like, it would, it would give a different <clears throat> vibe to it, a different yeah. feel. Like, oh, they must have something important to ask. As opposed to, I'm going to stop what you're doing and interrupt your walking to... <laughs> To ask you a question that you whoa, get a whoa, three whoa. word response. Don't walk past me. But like if we if we got an over the shoulder presentation, like Charlie Caruso walking into the restaurant, hey, you know, follow me. They're over here. Hey, Bobby, what's going on? I got your text. Oh, hey, Charlie, thanks for coming. You know, I just wanted to get this on camera. Let Rusev know I'm banging his wife, <laughs> <laughs> and we're at his, and we're at the I'm restaurant that she wanted deed. to go to. You know, that would have been. Much better, because like that would explain why there is a camera there. <laughs> yeah. Now, after that, uh, you know, they're made aware of Rusev being on the way, and they decide to stick around because he has no balls apparently. Yes, he only the balls to show up. I have seven, and they are autographed. <laughs> shiny, <laughs> they are shiny, and they have stars on them. Um, so then, <laughs> okay, so they're aware of the situation. So then Rusev shows up. And instead of security waiting for him, they wait for him to attack. Because security, he attacks, and then immediately police show up from out of nowhere. This is the Randy Orton school of police. <laughs> they, came, they came from out of nowhere. Underneath the table? Yes, they were waiting behind the plant. <laughs> And uh, so a brawl ensues in the restaurant. Everyone's screaming their head off. Lana's screaming, take him to jail. It was so bad. Look, it's just going to end up being an angle where they're going to eventually have a threesome. Yes. <laughs> it's all trying to get Rusev to join in. <laughs> That's what it is. Which reminds me, uh, have you? are you all caught up with Glow? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> There's a scene like that in Glow. Uh-oh. Uh, it's not necessarily a fight that occurs, but man invites another man to bang his wife. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's um, funny. Yeah, so the first season was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, there's three seasons in all, I believe. So yeah. the first season, they establish the show. Second season, or no, the first season is they create the show. The second season is them establishing the show. Third season is they move to Vegas to perform the show. Okay. Um, Is there going to be a fourth season? Yes, there will be a fourth season. I think that's going to be the final season. Um, and, uh, uh, do you notice, uh, like, in the second and third season, is there, like, super, like, wrestlers throughout, like, real wrestlers no. throughout it? Not, like, the first season. Uh, really? They actually, I mean, they in the third season, they, or in the second season, they bring back Chavo and Carlito. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they come back as a, you know, uh, a little cameo at the end, oh, which was cool. which was nice. Um but no, not really. There weren't weren't very many cameos, um, and it kind of like, and I know most shows will do this because you have to have the character development to keep people interested in what's going on. But it kind of went away from the wrestling aspect and more of the behind the scenes, what's going uh, on in their lives, kind of stuff. And it's kind of like, eh, 
But I mean, it's fine. As a as a wrestling fan, it's fine. As a person who is watching, who is binge watching a TV show, it's fine. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Don't have any big issues with it. I'll watch the fourth I'll, season. Yeah, I'll eventually catch up. Just because since I've been working from home and I get some spare time. From the home. To the home. You know, I get some spare time from here and there. Yeah. And so I'll sit down and watch an episode or two. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll I... talk to my boss and say, hey, guess what? I need <laughs> some time off. That's me. Yeah. I talk to me. Yeah. I'm like, a, Go I'm use a, the restroom. I'm my own boss. Hmm. I got my own personal toilet. I'm telling boss, boss, boss. You never make them touch. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Not to mention, you're only 26 miles away from full sitting. <laughs> yeah. I just want to remind you, sir. Yeah. Just say, so just say so you're enough, yeah. quite aware. Um, but I am pretty much ready for this Rusev Bobby Lashley thing to end. You know what's so crazy? I uh, read an article. That's crazy. About Bobby Lashley and. He was talking about something else yeah. on the roster or whatever, but he actually was putting over the storyline that, that this was good shit. I was like, Ugh. I think they're... If you believe so. Maybe he's just saying that to be in good graces. Yeah. With certain oh, it's such a great story. So good, man. I can, uh, uh, it's so good. I can bang Bruce. <laughs> to make out with a married woman. Yeah. It's so weird. And see, what here's the weird thing for me. Like... I know when I go to the movies uh-huh. and I see a makeout scene, it's two actors. They both have spouses, but in the movie, it's totally fine. Yeah. For whatever reason, this particular storyline, I'm just, it's like cringeworthy. It's always, anytime <laughs> WWE does something like this, it's cringeworthy. Yeah. Maybe not like to us when it was the Attitude Era, but now. Well, back then, you didn't really know who was married to who. You didn't know who was dating who. Yeah, you didn't know But now, because of social media, it's everywhere. Like, you know everyone's business. And, dude, they're fucking with people's real relationships. Yeah, they are. I kind mean, of. I, yeah, kind of. I don't know if this it's like, is... like, dude, you're playing a character. It's what the yeah, character is asking for. Because you got them, and then you got the Canellises, mm-hmm. Bennett so, situation. Yeah. And you got... Charlotte and Andrade. You got Zelina Vega and Aleister they, Black. Yeah, but they haven't even messed with that stuff yet. 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 They're That's holding off on it. Keyword is yet. They're holding off on it. I guarantee it. They're going to bring it up at some point. Carmella and uh, Corey Graves. Mm. Oh. A few others, I'm sure. They already. I mean, they've already done Dana Ryan and Brie Bella. So. Corey Graves is Paul Driving. Nikki Bella Carmella. and John Cena. They butchered that one. <laughs> For sure. Man, how would you feel if, like, an ex that you proposed to, you had to relive that? Like, it was on the internet forever. Like, God. they made that into a WrestleMania moment, and it will never go away. Oh, no. Because it'll... it's part of the lineage of WrestleMania. Yeah. It was considered one of the top WrestleMania moments. I- I mean, they'll think about it, but knowing like Nikki, she'll she'll get over it. Oh, she already has. I mean, she's yeah. in a relationship with someone else, and I'm sure John has found happiness of his own. But it's kind of just like, oh, I'm gonna go back and watch WrestleMania. Oh, can't watch that one. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yep. You know. Anywho, Miz and Maurice, another couple. So uh, after that, we got to see Andrade going up against the returning Sin Cara. They're putting over Sankara. Yeah, I'm That's glad. Good. Yeah, 
I'm glad that they're one th- one thing I will say about this episode of Raw, they are trying to establish a younger, newer roster. Um, now I say younger and newer, Hip-hop. and then and then I include Sin Cara, well, who's more been around hip. for like what nine years. Yeah, uh, uh, not the original Sin Cara. I was about to say the second Sin Cara. Unico, Unico. Yeah, man, how does that feel to be like <laughs> you were supposed to be your own character? And then the original Sin Cara left, and you're now Sin Cara. I mean, you will just take part up of, the mantle. Part of me thinks it's a cool thing, and part of me thinks it's not. Yeah. Like, the cool part is, wow, this guy did such a poor job, they want me to be the the crowd-pleasing favorite. Yeah. Like, in my mind, that's that's a cool thing. It was it was actually a bummer with that situation because I did actually like him, but he was he got hurt a lot. You know what it was? It was the lighting, <laughs> lighting. <laughs> but like when they when they did the um, uh, the dark Sin Cara versus the original Sin Cara, like I thought that was a cool. That little, was cool. Yeah, it was like wow, this is a this is a new side of Sin Cara. Look, he's got the the black and red mask and uh, Sin Cara versus Sin Cara. He looks a little different. He looks a little taller, a little bulkier, and. I wish he, it was a little bit taller. I wish he, it was a baller. Then that one became Sin Cara. Yes. Oh, he came back. Oh, he has tattoos now. He's got he's a tattoo big. sleeve. And okay. Yeah, because uh, that Sin Cara ate that Sin Cara. So. <laughs> yeah. Man. Fusion. Oh. WWE is weird. Yeah. So uh, Andrade went up against Sin Cara. Uh, Andrade got the victory. It was a pretty good match. It was very competitive, and I enjoyed it. Um uh, after that, we got to talk. They they talked to Umberto Carrillo, yeah, who was backstage, and I uh, took a little dig at Seth Rollins. Which <laughs> I'm glad that they kind of like went into that later in the show, as opposed to waiting a whole week. You know, like they had a backstage segment with Seth Rollins, and he was like, "Hang on a second, heard what you said about me. Let's just go and uh, have ourselves a little match." Um, our truth lost the 24/7 title whatever yeah yeah um the viking raiders defeated zach Ryder and kurt hawkins that happened because let's get real um, face the facts ray mysterio he came out and cut a pretty good promo shelton benjamin came out after paul Heyman. well did paul Heyman? paul Heyman was on the titan tron and then shelton benjamin came out and i like the fact that he was like hey Brock Lesnar has a friend. It's me because I'm the guy who trained him when we were in yeah. college. We were roommates. And like, you know, how far can I push you? What are you going to do about it? And uh, I like the fact that Ray, he didn't say it like directly into the microphone. He had the mic down, but you could hear him say, dude, just let me heal up. I'll be more than happy to face you in the ring. But right now I'm injured. Like, you know, come on, man. And um, then uh, a new person came in the ring. Let me see if I can say his name right. Okay. Kane. Velasquez? <laughs> no, Jerry the King Lawler is okay. not Velasquez. What about Lana? <laughs> no, Jerry the King Lawler is not Lana either. Okay, sorry. My bad. Go on. Kane Velasquez came out. <laughs> Velasquez. <laughs> and um, took down Shelton Benjamin in a weird way. Way, Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> so, yeah, kinda weird. it was fine. Decent. Um, we got to see the Seth Rollins... Versus uh, Umberto match, um, I missed that. How was it? It was it was pretty good. It was a good showcase um, for Umberto. Uh, Seth Rollins ended up getting the victory. 
Of course. Of course. He's, got, he's the champ, man. Yeah. You got to have him win. R-Truth tried to get the uh, 24-7 title back, but he was un- unsuccessful. Yeah, because one of the... the um, Bollywood boys. Now they're calling them Bollywood boys again. Yeah. But they're still the, the Singh brothers. brothers. Yeah. Not uh, their other names. I don't know how I feel about them doing the Bolly, Bolly, Bolly and like pelvic hip thrusts. It's, it's just weird. Don't worry about it. Okay. It works. Ask Susan. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Um, so throughout the entire night, they were hyping Street Profits and a mystery partner versus the OC. I'm talking several segments, yes. graphics, the works. Like who's your partner going to be? Throughout the whole Can't night. Can be Ric Flair? We've got our partner picked out. He's got some history with you this guys. This must be like plans change in the last minute. Yes. That's what this shit must have been. Yeah. So, Street Profits come out, the OC come out, and they're like, hey, where's your partner? Were you making this up? And they just kind of just hush-hush. Yeah, there was no there was no clarification, no anything. So then they go to commercial, and they come back, and instead of it being a three-on-two, because it was supposed to be Street Profits versus the OC with a mystery partner... It's a two-on-two with AJ Styles on the side. Yeah, so something must have happened at the last minute. Yeah. And it ended up being that Kevin Owens was the third person, and he just came down to attack AJ Styles, and that was it. The Street Profits got the win, but it was It was a weird situation, yeah, but the crowd was into him. They were pumped that they won. Yeah. Which was, I guess, cool, but mm-hmm. I was still met at the same time. Like, yeah. I don't understand what changed. I don't know if there was supposed to be another partner, and they just later just put turned to Kevin Owens or what the situation was. Yeah. But that was They're probably a, like, who a, are we going to use? A weird or awkward situation. I don't know what exactly what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, given the Street Profits, the win was the right call. Yeah. But it was just done kind of poorly because, like, throughout the entire show, you're building up to this one match. And then at the very last minute, you change it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, change it. uh, no. They got the smoke. They got the smoke, and they got to hold the baby. <laughs> yeah. Hold my baby. Take my baby. Take that baby. Take that baby and hold it. You hold that baby so good. <laughs> did you notice that the uh, the mom had the shirt that says, I did it for The Rock? No, uh-uh. <laughs> I did it for The Rock. That's right. So, um, so Yeah. Now on into Wednesday nights. Yes. Um, only call AEW and the end of NXT. So Okay. That's all right. Did you catch like most of the match or just like the last tail end? The tail end. Oh, man. But you I've missed, heard a, good about you missed a good main event. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Good God. Um, but we'll talk about AEW first. Okay. But before we do even that, do you want to talk about the ratings? Oh, yeah. What? Because I know before we started the show, you were curious as to... Yeah, because I, I felt like it's what I read and uh, and what people were saying that NXT has stepped up. So mm-hmm. I didn't know if they beat AEW this week. This is uh, week four. Week four. Of the air quote Wednesday Night I, I know Wars. this is going to get to a point where we're not even going to keep on saying sure. who won. But yeah. this is still fresh. Yeah. So. Um, and it's fresh in the sense that this week... NXT lost. <laughs> Four weeks in a row, AEW has beaten nicely put NXT in the ratings. Yeah. So, uh, but this could be a step in a direction uh, towards beating. Yeah, could uh, 
but here's the thing. Obviously, both shows suffered a loss in in viewers. Yeah, it's okay because uh, you know a lot of people are speculating that it's because of the World Series, which drew reportedly 12 million viewers. God damn. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm sure a few, a small percentage of those people. Yeah. Are NXT and AEW fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, myself included, I did not get to watch either show live because I was in Houston at the game watching the Astros get their ass kicked. <laughs> 14 to 3. Or yeah. 12 to 3. Sorry. God, that would have been even worse. Um, so, I came back and uh, watched AEW and NXT today. So, at least I got to catch up a little bit. Um, I The only thing that NXT, NXT, AEW missed is... Uh, part of the first match and i couldn't go back and watch it because the replay was gone Ooh, the uh aw replay is gone i'll have to check my my uh tv guide channel or whatever or the guide for the channels to see if it's appearing on another network because i was gonna go back and watch that let me finish watching the first match yeah because i know that they dual casted it broad dual broadcasted on uh true tv and then they had the replay, I think, on TNT last week. But they might be doing something where they have it on one network and then show it on show the replay on another one. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, opening match was uh, Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers, the tag team tournament semifinals. And uh, good God, this match. Okay, it was really good. In my opinion, um private parties still have some work to do all their matches they feel like they have still work to do i think they were i think they were trying to push themselves too far and to me this is a little bit of negative criticism it looked a little sloppy they were missing a few they probably think like we gotta step our games up if we're going sure. against the lucha brothers yeah uh it looked like they miss uh missed a timing thing like they were supposed to do a spot where i think phoenix was supposed to be on the uh, on the apron and they were going to kick him and I guess he missed the time or something. So private party did a move and it looked like it was just done to nothing. And everyone's kind of like, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, there was just, their timing was off and we talked about this, you know, it's a new company. Everyone's got to find their new footing. And you know, uh, once they get the chemistry down, they've been wrestling. That's something I'd like to know too. I'm kind of curious about that. Like I said, they are talented, but I keep on saying it. I don't know what is there's something, yeah. Missing. Yeah. So they have a few things that they need to, to tone up, tune up, hone in. Um, but once they get there, man, the, these two guys. Because, I mean, they're going to skyrocket. They are. But, absolutely. You know, people have been putting them over, but they're still missing something. You know yeah. what I mean? I think, I think once they find their footing and are able to work with everybody, man, they're going to be tearing it down because this match was really good. It was fast-paced from the get-go. And uh, my God, dude! Yeah. Spots galore. Um, <laughs> it was really good. It was an entertaining show, entertaining matchup. Excuse me. Uh, the Lucha Brothers do end up getting the victory, but man, it was nonstop action from bell to bell. Uh, some of the stuff that <laughs> Phoenix can do—it's just—it's insane. Yeah. Um. So the Lucha Brothers do end up advancing to the finals. To the finals. To the finals. After that, we got to see uh, uh, the other semifinals match, SoCal Uncensored, SCU, going up against the Dark Order. And um, I knew once Lucha Bros won, I know who was going to win the next match. Yeah. Or I felt like I knew 
had a had a good intuition. Yes. And uh, I was kind of curious how they were going to do it as well. I didn't know if they were going to try to build up a new team in private party and have them go up against Dark Order. But like you said, once you saw who won the first match, you can kind of tell where they were going to go after that. Um, but man, it was another really solid match. I mean, AEW's pumping out enjoyable, high-action matches, and uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, SEU, sure. Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky got the win, uh, got the win. Christopher Daniels at home recovering. It's also uh, he, he's suffering from a pinched nerve, mm. um, and I don't know. You know, even in his career and his age, you know, that's also another question. It's like how long sure. do you keep going? Yeah, and I'm sure he was probably backstage helping as a you know talent agent or something like that. Something, yeah, whatever it is that the capacity is going to do. I love how the commentators are always putting over Scorpio yeah. Sky because there's going to come a time where Scorpio Sky is going to break off from SEU mm-hmm. and he's just going to skyrocket. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that happened, I want to say it was during this match, but uh, the inner circle showed up and uh, went up to their own little suite. How'd you, how'd you feel about that? Like them going up there and then they were up there for a while. Yeah. I was fine with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I felt about it happening during the match because I felt like it kind of took away from it a little bit. they would show them. Yeah. They would go and, I mean, it's fine to go to them every once in a while because, I mean, they go to the crowd for reactions and sometimes the crowd doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like, uh, it's one thing to say, oh, they're there, but, like, you could do, like, a split screen. That's something that we don't really see too much anymore unless it's like a replay they don't do a two camera split screen anymore no they don't and uh i feel like that would help because it's like okay you can watch this or you can watch the match yeah you know pick pick what you want to watch picture and picture um but uh anyways that was just a a tiny little thing that i would like to see in wwe as well as aew so split screen so that way it doesn't take away from the action if you don't want it to. Speaking of a different split screen, split screen, they're still not, in my opinion, getting it right when they yeah. go to commercial. Yeah, they're still doing the same thing. They'll get there. Uh, I do like the fact that even when they're in the commercial, they they'll do the entrances so you can see. Okay, here's what's about to happen. So, like in this one, Joey Janela made his entrance while they were in commercial. So, I was like, okay, cool, he's coming out, and uh, and we're getting to watch that. We're not getting the full audio for it but you know we get to see what's about to happen and uh so joey janela went up against kenny omega um i still haven't gone and seen the aew dark i I watched part of that that was a good damn match they had yeah they did show some clips from it and it looked pretty uh hard hitting (laughs) yeah joey janela but uh but this was a really good good match as well like aew is just like I feel like I just said this. They're putting on just really good, really enjoyable matches. For the most part. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega ended up getting the victory. And uh, it was, I mean, it's been a good show. Kenny Omega! Yeah. Uh, after that. Uh, co- apparently he won championship. He won. He, yeah, and, he won uh, the AAA uh, Grand Champion or something like that from, from, Phoenix. Uh, from Phoenix. And what was supposedly a damn fine match. I have to go and see if we can find that yeah, I somewhere. I would like to watch it. Um, after that, Cody came out. Tony Schiavone was going to interview him. And uh, the inner circle had some air horns <laughs> causing a little distraction. At first, before they showed I was like, who the fuck's doing that? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. What's hilarious, because they, 
they showed uh when they showed up there like the camera showed mm-hmm. them and stuff and uh it was Santana Ortiz one of them that was blowing it and Chris Jericho was like getting them stuff like, hang on, anyway. hang on, hang on. and then they did it and yeah. stuff and I don't know <laughs> heels being heels and um hey, where the microphone come from and a lot of people were were commenting about the the line from Cody about hey you know this isn't the other company where these ropes will stop me yeah uh, I I can come up there and fight you and the yeah. crowd went nuts yeah. for that and Jericho's like they lost their yeah, mind you versus us okay it's just one against four come you, on you little millennial bitch then <laughs> <laughs> that's when his brother came out two brothers two brothers and it's like okay two on four still nothing then MJF MJF what she knows is pretty neat um i don't know when they uh, yeah i don't know when they tape it but mjf is still in uh major league wrestling hmm and he's a heel hmm so i don't know all depends on the territory i guess i guess um no one watches national tv anymore (laughs) and then i didn't expect diamond dallas page to come out (laughs) yeah that was a nice surprise self high five one of the things that i did want to make sure to mention was how much fun Chris Jericho seems to be having. Oh, yeah. I mean, he does so well as a heel. Most people who are heels do a really good job when they have range, when they're allowed to go out there. I'm glad that whatever it took for him, because for a while he was like, I'm not going to do this in the States. I'm not going to do this and this because I'm loyal to Vince. Mm -hmm. And something turned, and then now he's doing all this, and it's like, I could go here and have creative freedom. I have my crews. I'm I'm an AEW. I get to do what I, I have creative control mm-hmm. of my own character. Yeah. No one can tell me what to do. Yeah. And he's doing great. Yeah. Chris Jericho, because don't get me wrong, I've always <laughs> loved Chris Jericho, but in the past in WWE, I'm like, Ugh, I don't even want to see Chris Jericho. I don't yeah. want to see this. I'm enjoying Chris Jericho right now. I yeah. really am. And it's because he's enjoying Chris Jericho. Yes. He is being <laughs> such a fun heel to watch. Yeah. And I like the fact that they took the fight to him. Yeah. Uh, and I listened to Brian Alvarez and... Uh, uh, Dave Meltzer. Dave, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Doug Meltzer. Doug Meltzer. Dave Meltzer talk about that where it's like, you know, that's something you don't really see much in WWE yeah. is the good guys bringing the fight to the bad guys. Yeah. You know, it's like you have your little brawls in the ring, but you, they never nervous. take the fight to them. When it went and there was, and the crowd started getting in the back and stuff, with, <laughs> up and I'm like, oh shit, they better get control of this before yeah. people try to hop in there. Well, I, there was one fan who was like, yeah. I love how the, Cody put his head in those dipping dots, but at the same time, I was like, hey man, don't ruin those dipping dots. I want some of the dipping. I love the call from Jr. They're gonna ruin the dipping dots. Yeah, my God. I like how they put the scarf around Cody's hand. He. It looked like he punched through that uh, plexiglass, whatever, not not plexiglass. But it was the, probably Hollywood glass. Yeah. It looked like he hit him in the face. Yeah. Did it look like he went through and hit him in the face? A little bit. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. I like that. But like, I love the fact that Jericho is sitting there going, I've got a ticket. I've got a ticket. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't come and do that. Yeah. And they go, the, they go to commercial and they show Jericho and he sticks the ticket to his forehead. And then he goes to put his sunglasses on. The ticket comes off. You see him lick the ticket, put it back on there. Like, he's having so much fun. He's yeah. putting a ticket on his forehead. Just, just being be like, goofy. Just being a heel. Yeah. I've got a ticket. You can't attack me. Someone needs to arrest him. Yeah. I've got a ticket. I'm the champion. Uh, I've got a ticket. Where was uh, Jake this week? Do we know? Uh, he's training for his uh, fight, okay. so which I think his... is this Friday. <clears throat> to shoot. Can we see some inner circle people will be there at the fight? They walk out with him. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess after his fight, 
he'll start wrestling? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the agreement that they have with Bellator is that you know when he's free. That's cool that they're working together, AEW and Bellator. Like, not like together. They have an agreement. Agreement of yeah. That I think that was part of the contract stipulations, where it's like, okay, once we get into three months of your fight, like we see some craziness. Like we have Jake come out, even though he's part AEW. Our truth is rapping for. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a cross between worlds yeah. wwe aew and bellator all in the same <laughs> ring Go yep done so i mean it was wild it was chaotic and i yeah. loved it i love that scene but now i do kind of have a little worry Uh-oh. because they use the line where he's like you know we're not bound by these ropes like i can bring the fight to you so now anytime that i see someone in aew hold like restrain themselves from with by using the ropes you know like instead of bringing the fight to that person that they've been trying to fight for so long i'm gonna remember that yeah it's like the ropes don't uh, you ropes said don't hold you back yeah you said this and it's holding you back right now oh i've been told by tony khan we now have an invisible wall khan! Uh, i got they make a pretty good stable about certain people i'll get to it later Yes. I cannot wait. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. I'm going to be angry. So before we do get angry, uh, let's talk about the next match. Young Bucks going up against the best friends with Orange Cassidy. They're trying to steal the fucking hug and then the, the Young Bucks doing the zoom out thing. and yeah, They don't have that kind of power. Yeah. It's not the power of friendship. The power. That's the brotherly love. Man, best friends have been losing. I think they only like won once. No, I think they won two. Uh, and two. then they lost since then. But... No, it was a good match, mm-hmm. and I'm just happy that like Chuck Taylor is like on a a big show like this. Yeah, I think he in the past he's did ROH stuff and maybe some TNA stuff. I think I'm not for sure, but I'm I'm glad. Yeah, I love Chuck Taylor, and it was uh it was good to see Orange Cassidy get involved. Yeah. a little bit. Yeah, put his hands in his, his pocket hands and in his pocket. dive off the turnbuckle or whatever it was. It was good. It was fun. It was fine. And then uh, after the match, Santina or Santana and Ortiz. Santina. Uh, the, young, the Young Bucks accepted their challenge. Yeah. Because so. I was like, man, they need to put up the best friends, but it makes sense if they're going to win. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. we're challenged. You know, we accept, but I'm like, I want the best friends to win. Yeah. So uh, that that should be a really good match when, to I watch. I guess after this whole tournament stuff, they could put them in storylines or whatever. Yeah. And they will. Uh, after that, we got to see Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter. Um, she that hater uh, girl did actually pretty good. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, even with the wet willy, the wet willy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were quiet for this match. Yeah, I think I think the crowd was probably a little tired. Um, I was like, also, I don't know who this is. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like you, when you're trying to establish a new star, and no one really knows who it is. I mean, that was her first match in AEW. Period. So she did good. Yeah, she did fine. Under, I got under the bright lights. Fuck afterwards. Fyoh. When Brandy jumped her. That was strange. That was very weird. Yeah, that's one of the few times that we've gone backstage in AEW, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Felt felt a little random, but I'm sure they'll have an explanation for it. Because yeah. she turned because Brandy turned to the uh the uh interviewer and was just like Like she didn't say anything, but the looks that she was giving, she was like She turned around and said Get 
I don't this know bitch was trying to steal my man, and I'm not going to take it. Hey, maybe. You never yeah. know. We'll find out. Um, after that, uh, Britt Baker got the win yeah. with the... Uh, and that's when they... Uh, I don't know if it was... Lockjaw or whatever it is. Before or after the match, they showed a package of, well, mm. for Britt Baker, and they showed a picture of her. I mean, because she's dating Adam Cole. So they, showed, they showed her and Adam Cole. So. Bebe. Bebe. Hey, Bebe. Hey, Bebe. Um... Yeah, and that was before the match that they were showing that, so pretty cool. Uh, after that, we got to see the main event of the evening with television time remaining, and uh, I kind of I like this. No, I I <clears throat> I like the match, and I like how it turned out. In my opinion, I know a yeah. lot of people are like oh, may, some people may not be like I don't like how it turned out. Nope. I did. I appreciate Keep the fact. Strong. I appreciate the fact that they're not going to rush the end of a match just to appease television time. Yep. I like the fact that they will go to a draw if they have to. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't want to have either of these guys lose. We don't want to book these guys to lose. Mm-hmm. We'll just have them go to a TV time limit draw. Yeah. I'm totally okay with that. Yep. I, I understand if crowds will not be happy. Yeah. You know, I will totally understand if after they go off the air, they come out and say, well, now that we're off the air, we're just going to fight. Yeah. Fuck you up. Yeah. I'm, you know. But uh, as far as, you know, just my opinion, at least, I am totally okay with a time limit, television time limit draw. Yeah. No, me too. Because um, Justin Roberts counted them down. Hey, we've only got five minutes left. Hey, we've only got two minutes left. Hey, we got one minute, 30 seconds, 10, 9, 8, 7, and so on. Yeah. You know, and the ref calls for the bell because they ran out of time. Yeah, it, wor- it worked out. Yeah. So uh, enjoyable uh, main event. Yeah, and I and I like the fact that even the commentators are are pressing for it. They're like, "Dude, we, we're running out of time. Like, he's got to. Yeah, what yeah. is he doing? Why is he setting up for a move? He needs to go for the win. He needs to go for the yeah. pin." Um, so and I also love at the end when Moxley uh, did the paradigm shift to the ref. Yeah, yeah, and uh, supposedly there ha- there have been repercussions for that. Uh, John Moxley has received a warning for his attack on AEW official. The next offense could result in a fine or suspension. Oh. So he's kind of getting just a little slap on the wrist. Hey, hey, you don't, hey, you don't, don't do that. Don't, don't be doing that. That's not good. No, 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 sir. That's not good. We don't do that. That's bad. So, um, so all in all, AEW man, still good, still firing on all cylinders. A uh, couple things that I think they should change and make adjustments. Like you said, going into commercial, they're still still finding their footing. But change man, it. the commentary team, they're starting to find their footing. Yeah. Uh, the the team the teams are starting to find their footing. Like I said, private party has has a little has they have room to grow. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, I think the whole situation with Britt Baker. Still needs time to grow. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Even in, all stuff with Riho. Yeah. That situation, too. Yeah. I was kind of bummed that she's already taken a lot. Like, Britt Baker's taken a loss because, like, she was supposed to be one of the big major yeah. stars. But in that same respect, you don't want to have all of your top stars right off the bat. You know, you want to be able to build new stars. Yeah. And, you know, that's what they're doing with this tag team tournament. They're introducing the world in an easy way to find new talent, new teams to support. You know, they could have done this with the ladies as well. The ladies. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, next week on AEW, <laughs> Rick and Morty. 
I don't know what this is going to consist of or <laughs> what this this I don't know. I don't know what the details are. It's going to be strange. But that's cool. I guess if they're going to have like a video package and like Justin Royal in and like talking hey, about Morty. AW. No, it's going to be Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, geez, Rick. We're at A&W Dynamite. Uh, uh, watch out for Chris Jericho. <laughs> Morty. <laughs> oh, should be a lot of fun, at least. That, to watch. that is a cool-ass crossover. Yeah. Not going to lie. One last Rick thing. and Morty is all elite. I like that. <laughs> I, I want to screenshot that and put that as something on my Facebook. <laughs> and one last thing I do want to give credit for. And, you know, we we mentioned it, but we didn't really address it. I found a lot of humor in Chris Jericho talking smack on MJF going, who the hell wears a, a scarf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who the hell does that? Who comes Takes out? Takes a shot at him. So, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Who wears a scarf? He certainly didn't wear a scarf. No, he didn't. No, not at all. No. Nope, nope, no, no. Never, never would do that. Nope. Not Le Champion. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, man, AEW firing on all cylinders. I'm okay with a drop in, in viewership because, you know, World Series and all that. But uh, And next week, next week's going to be interesting because it's going to be around Halloween. So. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, so, moving over to NXT, I don't know what it is. Um, but if I watch AEW first, I just don't. I don't like NXT's not really keeping my interest. Now I will say the main event was fire. It was absolute destruction. Um, but leading up to it, I was kind of like, mm, eh, eh, mm. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeated uh, Bianca Belair. Um, yeah, that happened. Matt Riddle went up against Cameron Grimes and won. Matt Riddle did. Yeah, but like, like that's one of those matches where I'm like, eh, I don't really care. I didn't, I didn't really care about Cameron Grimes. Cool for Matt Riddle, but I don't care about Cameron Grimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a six-man tag match, Breezango and Isaiah Swerve Scott versus the Forgotten Sons. Cool shot. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really care. Uh, Angel Garza went up against Jack Gallagher. And uh, I was kind of... NXT dis- Cruiserweights. Yes. I was kind of disappointed in the way that Jack Gallagher wrestled. Because I remember when the Cruiserweight Classic happened and when 205 Live first happened. He wrestles differently now. He does. He, like, he had such a swagger, such a, a smooth fluidity in his wrestling abilities. Now he's just all over the place. And yep. I'm like, ah, oh, like, it's gone. Yep. That, that spark that whenever I saw him, I'm like, dude, you got to watch this match. I don't care who he's facing. You got to watch it. Now it's kind of just like, mm, there's Jack Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, true. And so, like, I was watching this match. I was like, I don't know anything about this Angel Garza guy. And, you know. We've seen him before. Yeah. He was in that uh, Lucha Underground show in Houston. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Good to know. So, um, after that, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai versus Marina Shafir, however you say it, and Jessamine Duke. That's the other two uh, horsewomen. Yeah. Tegan Knox and Dakota uh, Kai ended up getting Matt the victory. Matt sister. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like all of those, all of these matches that led up, it was kind of like, Meh. where are the big stars? You know, like I know they're trying to establish Matt Riddle. Like they're trying to establish new stars to go up, you know, go up against Leo Rush. Uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai are going to go up against uh, the Kabuki Warriors next week on NXT. Um, but it's kind of like. That's neat. 
Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think that's going to be an attempt to get ratings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say this, man. As far as main event versus main event, NXT won this one hands down. Uh, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Roderick Strong for the uh, North American Championship. Holy shit, Roger dude. Roger retained. He did. Um, they did typical WWE booking. Uh, Roger Strong stayed outside for a majority of the time. Um, some of the stuff that they did, dude, this was nuts. Um, it was a clean win, but the match itself was crazy. I need to go back and watch it. Yes, definitely. Um, and it ended. Keith Lee. Oh, did he, he take the pin? He did. Uh, okay. Um, because he took out Dijakovic, and then Roderick Strong hit like the running knee to okay. to Keith Lee and got the pin. Man, he lost. But well, I thought he was limitless. <laughs> he is, but you know. Uh, after that, Undisputed Era came out to celebrate with him. They all attacked Keith Lee. He rolled out, you know, and then that brought out Tommaso Ciampa. He got in the ring. Johnny Gargano came out. He got in the ring. Finn Balor. I didn't know where Prince, this was going. Prince DeVitt. Tommaso came back, and then Finn. I was like, what the heck? Did you see this coming? No. Uh, I know that Tommaso came back a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of teasing. He wants to face Adam Cole. So uh, Finn Balor came out looking like he's on their side, on the side of DIY, as the fans were chanting. And uh, he goes to take off his jacket, hits the Pele kick to Johnny Gargano. And after he hit him, Undisputed Era was beating the fuck out of Tommaso. <laughs> yeah. That looked hard. I was like, okay, one of the threats is down. The other one is the one that caused that person to be down. There's only one guy left, and there's four of us. <laughs> Attack! God, it looked aggressive. It yeah. Um, I don't know if... I don't think Finn is going to join. No. He's just turned heel. Yes. That's Which, what I'm thinking as this well. This is going to be a good... I think this is going to be a good match uh, between them once they're going to have their feuds... Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. That brain, that spike he did on the ramp. It was that. It was dirty. It, it was nasty looking. Yeah, it was. Um, I I appreciate the the spot that they did where Finn did the running drop kick to Gargano and he went through the railing. Those are like those were plants. plants. Yeah, because yeah. I mean they had folding chairs out. Yeah, and if you look to the side, like everyone's up on traditional bleachers, bleacher like, stands. Oh no, those fans are hurt. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, NXT was okay, but meh. Like the end part, that was the end part. Yeah, the the final match and so what happened after spiked. That's that's what people want to watch. Yeah, and uh, and I thought it was, I thought that part was great, but everything leading up to it, I was kind of like, eh, it's passable. Um, eh, 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 eh. Eh. um. And some hot topic news. Xavier Woods suffered a foot injury, an Achilles injury, while they were in Australia, unfortunately. Um, one of the most ouch moments that I've ever seen in wrestling, LaParka oh, suffering a broken neck during a match, oh, went for a suicide God. dive and landed right into the uh, guardrail. Poor man. Yeah. Poor, poor man. And I've watched him wrestle since the WCW days. Yeah. So those not familiar with LaParka lets you know how long he's kind of been around. I still can't believe he's still around. It's crazy. Um, 
I know they said that while they were tending to him, he said he didn't have feeling in his feet, like in his legs, but he had since gained it back. Okay. So that's a good sign. Just call it, say your career is done. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard to come back from a broken neck at, at Don, that age. Give someone else the mask. Yeah. I mean, you can even do that. L.A. Parker. Yeah, that's right. Um, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, NWA Power. Yeah, I've watched some of it, and man, it's still firing on all cylinders. It's it's really good. It's a like I keep saying, it's a small, intimate thing because it's like a studio they're mm-hmm. in with a ring, and you know, live uh, in front of a television audience. It's just it just looks so cool and like, intimate. It just it gets you going. Um, like the my stories, hopes. yeah, the stories that they're telling, the, the people, people that are go. there too. They're you know showing you new people you never seen. Then also. I feel like they're they have people. There's some people that like where the hell is Colt Cabana going? Mm. You know what I mean? He's there. Ken Anderson the way. was there too. You know. Also, I think before joining NWA, uh, James Storm had nowhere to go. Yeah, I felt like, or maybe he was doing just independence, just you know, wandering aimlessly. But he's uh, the mid card champion. Uh, James Storm is, hmm. um, but no man, uh, it's really good stuff. When you get a chance, check it out. Cool, and uh, man, this the, the ending of Hot Topics is going to be pretty much you, because uh, I <laughs> I sent you a nice little uh, audio clip of your boy Jim Cornette oh, talking about Marco Stunt. And I also seen an audio, audio clip of uh, Brian Alvarez talking about Marco Stunt with uh, Dave Meltzer. Two completely opposite opposite situations. ends of the spectrum here. Brian Alvarez and uh, Dave Meltzer were very appreciative of Marco Stunt. They well, applauded him. Yes, I know Dave was iffy because mm-hmm. about his match because Marco Stunt. You know, like I said, Marco Stunt is not the best wrestler. He knows how to wrestle, and I know he's trying to learn other things, and all yeah. the people that are veterans and, and stuff like that are going to teach him stuff. He's not just like a random Joe Blow. He's not a kid. He's 24. Yeah. He's a young adult. Mm-hmm. Does he, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anyone. Does he have dwarfism? Is that what he has? I don't know. Because he looks short for a 24. He, something looks, I mean... Like, he may have dwarfism or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he's an adult. And um, listening to that clip and other things, dude, Jim Cornette is just very hateful. He supports this hate culture that's going on. It's pretty much like he can't fucking wrestle. Fuck you. Fuck all the people <laughs> that support this. Fuck Tony Khan. Fuck this. Fuck that. Tony Khan's a mark. This is very, very spiteful. Yeah, and it's pretty much... Uh, and there was another video I listened to. He was talking about Marco Stunt, and then he even talked about <laughs> Superhuman. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he talked about him. He was, oh, he's, he's fucked up in the head doing that shit. Look, it's not something that I would do. He's yeah. trying to be famous and doing all this stuff, and and he goes, all the people who support that and the hardcore, you know, this... Um, Outlaw mud show shit uh, should be set on fire and pretty much said they should be killed. Wow, that's what he he said, and it, it was terrible fair. mindset to have. Yeah, he goes, if you support this, you might as well be burnt to a crisp. Like I really want to know 
what kind of wrestling Jim Cornette likes. It must because be the old time stuff. He he doesn't th- like that spots. That must be it. He don't like spots at all because he's saying, you know, like, oh, okay. Well, since he could do it, I guess random fans can come in and wrestle too. No, that's the, no. Look, 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 look. Marco Stunt is a wrestler. Yeah, he is a wrestler. He's just not your style, old man. Mm-hmm. Look, and I I hate how he supports the hate culture, and I hate how people support that. They just want to hear him rant. With well, some things are all right, but most of the part, he's just so spiteful, so hateful, and it's just he's just spewing stuff. And another mm-hmm. thing that made me sick was. Well, burning people alive, that wasn't yeah. a, that, that made That's me That's not sick. a good thing to no, encourage. No, no, no. Pretty much. And he's blocking people from Twitter that are voicing their opinions that they dislike this. So he, he can't take the heat. He could yeah. dish it out, but he can't take it. Yeah. Um, what else? He even bashed JR and Jericho because they Jericho and them, they, they defended uh, Marco. Yeah. You know, we were small once, and then he was like, Come on, guys. Just stop this. Be truthful. You know, you were never his size. You can't defend a guy like that. I know Jericho just... even made mention of uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. He goes, then he starts talking about that. He goes, that's two different calibers. Even Rey Mysterio at a young age was bigger than him. He knows how to wrestle and all that stuff. He kept on going and stuff like it, it, it's It's sad because... Mm-hmm. This guy knows, I mean, he knows probably of Jim Cornette now, you know, but, oh, yeah. you know, he's done nothing to Jim Cornette. Right. It's just, he's not Jim Cornette's type, type, of, type of tea. Yeah. Uh, cup of cup tea. Of tea. Cup of tea. Um, so he pretty much says, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Just because, just because I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And that's, like I said, that's the hate culture. You know what? I don't like this. I don't like you. You know what, Daniel? I don't like your hair. So fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You suck because I don't like your hair. Well, you know, damn, it's, it's it's. I was gonna go get it cut, but shit. It's pretty much basic. It's basically <laughs> like that. Yeah, and it's really sick. Well, it's basically if you don't agree with my opinion, fuck you. And my opinion is the only opinion that matters. And if you have anything to disagree, I'll block you on Twitter. And you're stupid for disagreeing with yeah, me. Yeah, you're stupid. And like, I could dish it out, but it's I can't just, take it. I get butt hurt easily. But guess what? I'm gonna say, fuck you. Yeah, I'm so big and bad over this mic, and I'm a keyboard warrior. I'm a mic warrior, and fuck you. And here's the thing: like, I listened to it before I sent it to you, obviously, because I knew it would get you a little riled up, and I certainly wanted to hear your opinion on it. Here's the thing: wrestling has something for everybody. Yes. You know, there's women's wrestling, there's tag wrestling, there's singles competition, there's trios, and that's just the types of wrestlers. There's high flyers, there's grapplers, there's submission artists, there's, you know, the heavy hitters, there's the heavyweights, there's the cruiserweights, there's junior heavyweights and lightweights, and, like, you cannot have one model of wrestler 27 times and call it good wrestling. Yeah. Like, you can't have the same exact match. He's stuck in the past. You can't, you cannot do that. You have to have a little something for everyone. And there was a little company called ECW that proved that maybe people like to see hardcore violence. Yeah. There's a company called WOW that maybe people want to watch all women's wrestling. You know, there's something out there for everyone. If you want to see a ladder match, they have ladder matches. You want to see a cage match, they have cage matches. Like, dude. What is your sandwich like? Yeah. Bread, uh, meat, and a bun? Like, is that it? Like, you don't have any variety? There's nothing. Yeah. And that's that's what drives me nuts. Not only about Jim Cornette, but about, like, today's society. Like, we're going on a little tangent here. But, like, today's society, it's so, if you don't like what I like, then you are wrong. Yes. But it's like, dude, 
there's variety to everything. Why do you think Subway has so many different choices? <laughs> why do you think, yeah. you know, all these, why, why whenever you go into a market, uh, a market store, you see four different types of bread because some people like different things. Yeah. Like there's not one, one choice for everybody. You get multiple choices, multiple wrestlers. There's multiple, everything, multiple TV shows. What, you know, we would only have one channel with one TV show on in Jim Cornette's perfect world. And it would be whatever he wanted to run. Like that is, he has such a narrow minded mentality. And he, he just, he, he just, like I said, it's like, Fuck you, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. AEW's fans suck in general. Because he's butthurt about different things. He's butthurt because all AEW is, is just, uh, let's Wrestlers see. trying to wrestle. Uh, what what did he call it? He says... Outlaw uh, or whatever. No, bullshit. he said another thing. He said these are cosplayers uh, trying to um, hire their friends. Okay, so cosplayers, right? Mm-hmm. They're dressed up as this. Attitude era when people had gimmicks. Yeah, would you call them cosplayers too? Undertaker is the biggest yeah. cosplayer. So you're gonna all. say that too? Yeah. So he said that, and then at one point when he was talking about, he took a shot at AEW when because he was jumping from left to right, right to left, all this stuff, hardcore stuff, and then he he said to AEW, "This is this is very offensive." He took offense that AEW was uh, catering to everyone. You know. Mm. Like, oh, you may have transgender and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and he, he took a shot at that. Just because they have people of different cultures yes. and different like, why do we have to piece everyone? Like, what the fuck are you? Like, you have no, in, in my opinion, you have no space in wrestling. I don't know why NWA has you right now. Mm. I don't know why Billy Corgan has you, like, on there. Maybe you do an all right job talking, but, like, on the podcast, you're a piece of shit. And you'll always be a piece of shit. Like, you can't say, oh, because you like hardcore wrestling, that you should be burned to a crisp and die. Yeah. You can't say that. I mean, no. you can, but you're a piece of shit for saying that. Yeah. You are, and you should get away with it. And it's like... And encouraging that you're encur- Like I said, like I said four or five times, you are encouraging and empowering people with this hate culture. Yeah. And you think it's all right. It's not. Yeah. Like, you suck, like, in general. Like, and you're, that, you're a piece of shit. I'm done with you. And that can also be applied to people who are only fans of WWE or only fans of AEW or only fans of Ring of Honor. Like, there's something out there for everyone. Yeah. Like, I get it. We're not all going to get along. I understand yeah. that. But it's the fact that if someone walked up to me and said, oh, you like AEW? You suck. I'm like, really? No. Because... Yeah. Just because I like something else. No, you can like whatever you want. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I might disagree with you, but hey, I'm not going to hate on you for that. Apparently, if you like AEW, you can suck his small, white, shriveled penis, he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Well, at least he acknowledges some truth. Yeah. And the guy who's with him on the podcast like, doesn't say hateful stuff, but he pretty much agrees with him. So he's just in yeah. the same boat as him. I don't know who he he's is. Not but disagreeing or yeah, not. Yeah, he he sucks hey, too. So hey, Jim, come on. Yeah, he doesn't. It's just it's sad to see. Mm-hmm. And and, and if, you know what? I don't know if it's a generation gap or what, but everyone is on Marco's. <clears throat> you know, like tell like there was another independent wrestler a while back. 
who posts an article trying to get big, and it's like, oh, you know, yeah. I worked so I hard that. to do this and mm-hmm. stuff, and this little kid got it. You know, what does this come to and stuff? Yeah. And Young Bucks are like, hey, you know, send out that tweet. It's like, hey, Marco, you're way better than this guy, so don't let him bother you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like you were trying to, you know what? You know what? It's, so it's what? that entitled mentality. What AEW has, to, you know, this stuff to work on, but they're trying to find what throughout the independence, throughout the places they've been, mm-hmm. stuff that they've seen that's hot they yeah. want to bring in. Yeah. So, you know what? Something that'll draw it. At- yeah. attention. Uh, also about Marco Stunt in the last uh, Being the Elite, mm-hmm. they showed uh, Luchasaurus in the back. You know, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Luchasaurus gave Marco Stunt a dinosaur mask, so he's going to be awesome. donning a dinosaur mask. That's now. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, did you see that uh, Randy Orton was kind of teasing... AEW. Yeah, I don't know if anything will come out of it. I doubt. I doubt that he will jump, but I won't be surprised if others do. Um, but what I found really funny for those who don't know, uh, Randy Orton posted a picture um, standing next to a plaque that says "Elite Level." Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, just a few more months until my contract is up, or something like that." And he tagged uh, Luke Harper, Elias, and the Revival. And uh, I did not know. Oh, about- there was another one. Uh- I, he said another one was going to walk. Uh, that was at NXT. I forgot what his name was. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head. But uh, Chris Jericho actually replied to him. And it was like, hey, great kid. Send us a, send us a photo and a tape. Yeah. <laughs> send, us a, <laughs> send us a tape of your work. And we'll, we might find room for you. Yeah. I thought that was great. Riddick Moss. That's it. Mm, I don't know who that is. So, anywho, before we wrap up the show, there is one more topic of discussion that we want to get into and that is the uh overwhelming success that wwe 2k20 has been trending worldwide on twitter hashtag fix wwe 2k20 (coughs) glitches galore glitch better have my money refunds have been issued patches have been demanded Um, bugs have been seen I could tell you my experiences. Yeah, tell I've me. Played a little bit. Tell me about it. Okay. Um, of course, the graphics is not as good as last year. Yeah. A lot of the characters look like shit. Did you see that? Okay. So in that video that I sent you, they showed graphics from like a PlayStation Two game compared to Two K Twenty, and they're like, "He looks better in this game than he does in Two K 20 But also, I I mean, I don't have a four K TV or upgrade you know how like yeah. on this game it says it's uh compatible with xbox s or whatever it is i, I don't think that's gonna make a difference no 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 no, no it, it won't I'm, I'm just saying um there are certain characters that look all right but for the most part everyone sucks they look weird they walk weird down the ramp even if you have a manager that walks down with you mm-hmm. or two managers that walk down the ramp they all freaking walk weird their hands are like this. Or man- one manager who walks out there twice. My glitch is so far. <laughs> uh, it's happened where if I come out with a manager, th- it's all right. At first, I had to restart the match because I lost a few times. And when I did, that's when the glitches start. Hmm. The first one, I was like R-Truth versus Cedric Alexander. And it, I had Carmelo with R-Truth. And then when I restarted, I had two Carmelas. What? Yeah. The, uh, kind of the same thing happened later on when uh, uh, Kyrie Sane versus Alexa Bliss, and I had uh, Asuka and uh, Paige in my corner. When I restarted it, they were still in my corner, but also they were laying in the middle of the ring. 
and that Oscar that was laying in the middle of the ring had her full attire on, and uh, they don't they didn't move. I even restarted <laughs> the match again; they were still there. Um, so amazing! It was a weird situation. What a great game! <laughs> um, so bummed I didn't buy it. <laughs> I will say that the reversal, the Y reversal, it works better than the trigger hmm. from last year. Um, looks like they've added better some accuracy. New, yes, very, very much. Uh, there are certain moves I'm trying to get used to. The new controls are not too terribly bad. I'm still trying to learn certain things. Yeah. Um, I like Baron Corbin this year. He's, uh, he's wearing <laughs> all the hair. Black. Yeah, he has no hair, so it's good. They got rid of the widow's <laughs> peak. Um, let's see. You can't do the bump of the night stuff. It didn't come out at launch, so you can't play as the fiend That's or the bump of the night towers with all the freak, uh, you know, Braun Strowman and all the other stuff. So not only did some people pay a lot of money for the special edition, which some folks, okay, so part of the special edition, it was supposed to come with an autographed plaque from either Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, or Edge. Some people who got Edge got the plaque. And it was not autographed. Wow. So Edge has actually reached out and said, hey, if you're one of these people, I'll send you a P.O. box or I'll put out a P.O. box. You send it in. I'll autograph it and send it back to you. That's a cool thing for yeah. them to do. That really shows how much attention to detail 2K Games was paying attention for something like that to slip through the cracks for there to be so many fans. That's, that's nuts. Like, when did, okay, because <clears throat> what's been brought up is Uke's. Left, yes, they left. Two K. So when did this happen? I wonder. Mm. And then I left. Two K scrambling. Ago. Yeah. Because where they go now, they're gonna have to send out a patch. Yeah. To fix the glitches, because I haven't seen. I mean, I've seen videos of the glitches, but I have not experienced the rope shaking like crazy, <laughs> like or it's hard to get into the ring, or the uh, steps are going inside the ring. Yeah. And try to come out and. Or, or like the the face glitches because I haven't even messed with. That's what I need to do next. Someone's eye. Yeah, like I need to like create a character and like. Oh. And the referee humping Charlotte's face. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, terrible. You know, I actually look and uh, look for the best things in some of the bad games. You remember how they came to the next gen this this gen now and they had to start over but the gameplay yeah. mechanics weren't that bad but everything else they took out like a lot mm-hmm. of match types yeah but i was still playing the game because i found some beauty in the breakdown no yeah uh some beauty in some of the wreck found some treasure and all that yeah, trash. so I'm, I'm trying to find that now it's not <laughs> un- like i haven't seen all these crazy glitches but it's not breaking the game for me it is annoying that glitch please some people, a lot of people, I mean, look like shit. Yeah. A lot of people are like, hey, guess what? Trent Seven is a creative character. Um, that's what it looks like. See, and that's whenever whenever they started releasing screen captures, I was just like, God, it just doesn't look polished. It doesn't look like no. it's done or anything. And everyone's like, no, oh, no, give it time, give it time. It'll look great. Nope. That was finished product. You can tell when things are going to be <clears> bad because they don't show too much. Now, I don't know how true this is but have you seen macho man randy savage uh i've seen his character model i've seen like a picture and it looks like a creative character it don't look good at all how do you mess that up that doesn't look good uh all becky's don't look good it's like okay becky charlotte uh, sasha and bailey Mm -hmm. they show all the versions even when they were first in nxt they all have the same damn face it's just their attire is different are you saying that their faces have changed since then? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, 
they really need to sh- do a different one for Charlotte. <laughs> oh, you're going to just go ahead and drop the name. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 2009 version, <laughs> 2019 version. So, so you're trying to find the good in a pile of shit. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, no, no, no. But it ha- the game hasn't broke for me. You know, like a lot yeah. of people are like, I can't do this because it glitches so much. Mm-hmm. And the only glitches I've came across is what I've just told you. So, yeah. which that's funny, <laughs> but I I could see it get annoying eventually. Now I know you know you're you're a diehard fan when it comes to these video games. Yes. You know you get you get once once it starts making announcements, you start getting hyped. Yeah. So, what would it take? Because a lot of people have asked for a refund. Many people have been granted refunds. What would it take for you to ask for a refund? Like, would they come out and say, hey, guys, we know the, the game's struggling, but unfortunately we just can't dedicate time to make a patch? I will say or, it like this. I will, okay. Or would you keep it just for the let's see what else we can find to, to I would actually wrong? keep it to see what else I could find. But yeah. uh, I will I will gameplay. Mm. that's the that's the, the mechanics mechanics. Th- mechanics just like um some people i'm not gonna say who doesn't consider tna impact a bad game hmm. the graphics were very good for the time for the time but the move sets were very incomplete and um it wasn't glitch or anything but a lot of people were doing the same moves hmm. and even for big guys small guys and that broke it for me yeah and that's why I didn't like it. So it's it, repetitive it, gameplay. Yes, nothing. So variety. Gameplay, it comes no down, variety. Yeah, it comes down to gameplay for me. Okay, that's understandable. Yeah, cool. Um, I forgot where I was going to go after that, but yeah, man, it's just there's so many issues that have been coming out. Hopefully, they can release some patches to make some improvements in the game. But man. Like, that's why I was kind of like, and what's crazy, and we talk about this every year that they release the game, right before the game comes out, they always make drastic changes to but, immediately make everything outdated. No, but they, you know what's so crazy? They will bust their ass to do something that's very current for one or two superstars. Yeah. Like, when did Sasha turn her hair blue? When she returned, like, a few weeks two, ago. Yeah, two or three, two or three weeks ago. That's in months. the game. See, With her hair blue. And and that that goes to show how much that they care because they can go in and make changes like that just like that, but whenever someone gets released or when they introduce a brand new stage, they can't suddenly make changes. Like what's up with that? Like they need to release the game and be able to have current updates. Like yeah. oh shit, man, we, you know, hey guys, we noticed that they changed the stage for Raw and SmackDown. Give us a couple months, we'll have that out. Out for you in oh, yeah. time. Oh, like, well, they did announce that uh, it was glitchy. So I guess the next update when they get to, they're going to bring back Creative Championship. <laughs> they took it out. Oh boy! Yeah, so. it's going to um, drive all the fans back. Let's see. They don't have current Sting. They have the old Stings, Surfer Sting, and old uh, Black NWO. And White. Yeah, uh, no, not NWO. Oh, just regular. Yeah, okay. but they don't have the, uh, the his last run Sting. They took that out. Uh, Tommaso's back. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Brian Kendrick's bra- back, but he's not current Brian Kendrick. The it, it, he has his music and everything, but he I'm looks like he looks like Spanky. His face looks like Spanky. Like I'm wondering if when Ukes pulled the plug on what they were doing, did they have 
some of the updated models and when they said no we're leaving and we're taking our stuff with us and so the folks whoever whoever picked up afterwards were like okay what do we have they're like well we've got brian kendrick okay great let's put him back in but it's from 2008 uh Hey, go still ahead. The same thing with we've got the template model for Randy Macho Man Savage. Uh, yeah. Well, just go ahead and put it. Whatever we got, just go ahead and put it in. They didn't put Ascension in the game. <laughs> they didn't put Leo Rush in the game. Well, let's be honest: is Ascension even in WWE right now? We don't know for sure. We don't know. We never seen them. Um, Where did they go? There were some other people I said I forgot who. Where'd you go? <laughs> oh, I missed you so. Um, so I've only seen clips of it, but the mode, uh, that you, that you, I forgot what it was called where you go from NXT to raw or whatever mm-hmm. the storyline, you get called up. Yeah. Uh, cause it's my career it's mode. A, yeah. My career mode. It's a dual one. It's, it's a for girl and guy together. It's a double, uh, but that apparently, I mean, well, not apparently I watched some parts of it. They all look plasticky. Yeah. And, but they said that it's a good storyline. It's That's just fine. they all plasticky, which I can get past certain. I saw, <laughs> I saw one uh, one cutscene where they're like in a school cafeteria or something, and the people standing behind them in the background look like freaking N sixty four template people. Dude, dude. Okay, so when I was looking at the templates, like when you go through, like okay, I'm playing one on one, right? Yeah, and I'm going to one person to another to another. I am not shitting you. When I was going, I had a flashback because the what the way they look. I'm like, am I playing like know your role or you know <laughs> shut your mouth? That's what these characters look like. Don't you blasphemy those games. <laughs> those games were fun. You keep those on a high pedestal. You don't. We're not coming down <laughs> to know your role. You have to go up from 2K20 to those <laughs> games. Come on. So I was like, it, it, I had a flashback. It's like, is this what I'm looking at? WCW Mayhem for the <laughs> Nintendo 64 is what we're talking about here. Um, I know a lot of people will probably get butt hurt if you miss. Know your role. Shut your mouth. Here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. I have them all, and they're good. But yeah. That's what they all remind me of. Shout out to WrestleFine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, I'm kind of on board with you. Like, we'll drive up there, find like a little... Motel Six or whatever, crash there for the night, yeah. And we can spend two days at WrestleFun because that yeah, was fun. That was. And I want to do that again. Hell yeah! It's like we Hell get, yeah! It's like we get there and we're like, man, we signed up for five hours. That's going to be a long time. And then no, we blink and we're yeah. like, oh, we gotta go. We can stay another forty-five minutes or so. <laughs> Usually, what happens? Yeah. Yeah. But um, try to think of some other stuff in that game. <laughs> No DLC announced. No DLC. Okay. Yeah, that's another thing. They've only announced that bump in the night stuff because mm-hmm. usually in the past they have announced like all the DLC that's going to come out. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious like whose job it was to do certain things because it took forever for us to get a roster reveal <laughs> and when they finally did it they did it in the laziest way possible. Oh yeah. And then we never got DLC announced. We hardly even got gameplay announced. Yeah. Like we saw like five entrances, and they did not look great, dude. They, they hard. They don't put like pretty much the whole roster of NXT UK is not in this game. Yeah, uh, they have Rhea Ripley. They have Tony Storm. They have uh, Mustache Mountain. They have yeah. Pete Dunn, uh, Mark Andrews. That's about it. Mm-hmm. They don't have anyone else. Uh, and I've told you this: Forgotten Sons. 
Yeah. Jackson you got Riker. One of them. Yeah, only him. Not so the other the two guys. Son. Yeah, he's forgotten. So I don't remember him being by himself. And how can you put a stable group in there and only have one member of the stable? Like that makes no sense. And if you're going to sit there and tell me, well, the graphics, you know, what can you expect with a with a game so big? Freaking, I challenge you to play the game Detroit Become Human and tell me that we can't get better graphics <laughs> on this video game. Yeah. Like you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, Killian Dane. No Alexander Wolf. Like if you watch the Adam Cole entrance and see the oh lifeless, God. it was worse than last year. I swear his mouth is Adam Cole, baby. Because it was like that last year, but I swear his mouth opened more last year when he did it. Yeah, I I, I swear, man, it's fucking nuts. Um, also a new thing they've added: nuck and foot. Um, intergender match because they did the mixed match challenge, but also yeah. they have a new thing where it's like. Um, if you get in the middle of the ring, you can do a double finisher to the people or whatever. Hmm. Like if it's two on two in the ring, the girl does her finisher and then you do your finisher at the same time. That's cool. So that's, that's the DIY. I saw that glitch where they were doing, uh, uh, a finisher and then like it was a power bomb, I think. And then I think, uh, Corey Graves says, Oh, DDT. I'm like, no, that's, that's not it. The commentary is lackluster. <laughs> it's and, all okay. Let's just let's bet. Commentary's always been bad. Yeah, it's just always been bad. God. Look at this nut job, like dude. That's the fiend. Come on now, <laughs> try and show a little more into it. But uh, man, it's rough from what I've seen. Like, hopefully, when they come out to the next gen, they'll find a company that can take on the responsibility, and they'll just go balls to the wall. Like we're putting everybody in it. We're getting all new skins for everybody. We're going to constantly update this game. I'm trying to think if there's any other people that they forgot. Like, to me, the the special edition showed me how much they cared about it. The lack of DLC announcements showed how much they cared about it. The entrances showed how much they cared about it. For the reviews and stuff, we won't know now, but the the 2K originals and, like, the Bumpin' Night stuff, they said that's actually really neat. Mm. And then also they have, like... I don't know. If I don't know because I watched I watched the fiend entrance in the what is it one of the death yards or something like that, and there's nothing that sets it apart. It's a regular entrance, but the, the lights fiend? don't. Yeah, the lights don't go out because I thought I saw whatever. one of them when the fiend was coming out. And I thought it looked all right. Yeah, that must have been just like the regular entrance. Oh, uh, okay, I got but you. like. When they're doing it in the outdoor venue, <laughs> you hear the sound effects where it's yeah. like, but the lights don't go off. Yeah, there's nothing happening, and then all of a sudden, the fiend is standing there with his lantern. In his I know hand. they won't do it. Uh, they don't have the the Dubai uh, arena, <laughs> but like you imagine, oh, during the day he comes out with this lantern. Yeah, but I mean, like it's stuff like that. You know, it's. And and one of the comments that I saw is I would like for when you have a match in a WrestleMania arena, have a bigger venue. Yeah. You know, like how hard is that? Like you can do a small one for NXT. Why can't you do one for, for WrestleMania where it's bigger? They did a future uh, WrestleMania um, arena. Really? I think it was like 2029 or 2049 or whatever. Hmm. Futuristic one. It's not that great. Three thousand. <laughs> it's it's not that great. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. I don't know if I've ever fin- if I will ever finish playing it. And that was it's Tyler's half-assed video game reviews. Just check it out. I like it, but I don't know if I'll ever finish it. <laughs> there you and go. On that note, fine. Well, no, we got one more thing. Uh-oh. I don't know if you saw this or not. Uh, Kylie Ray has made a return to wrestling yeah. at Impact. Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't know if it was Impact or because okay, I know Impact's doing a thing where. That match she was returning to was actually another organization they brought in. Yeah. So for another title, I think it was so, like a one-time. Okay, deal. I thought that because I was researching it because it, it blew my mind. It's like if you're going to be with Impact, why the hell did you leave AEW? What happened? Yeah. That's what I want to know. What I think, happened? I think a lot of people want to know what happened because she like deleted her social media and then she came back. It, it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to know until they get she to sit down it. in an interview and she's yeah. willing to talk about it. So. Maybe one day we'll find out, but also uh, Bound for Glory. Apparently, Joey Ryan showed up. Yes, and and on there they let him do the dick thing. Yeah, he is. He's signed with Impact, multi year deal, and uh, he went out and said, you know, I got offers from uh, WWE and other places, but they did not want me to be me here at Impact. They're allowing me to do it, and allowing doing the dick thing. They're allowing him to do that, and they're allowing him to honor his independent dates. That's good because and that's all he like wants. I said, that's he he was like when we talked to him, he mm. was he was iffy on people not letting him be mm. him, and now he has this big platform where he can do that. Yeah, and that is cool. Yeah. Well, also you know I'm I'm also curious because I know how this world is. If he does intergender matches. For impact, he mm-hmm. does the bootplex, and you know, girls touching them yeah. there. How's people going to respond on a global level it's, like it's that? It's wrestling. It's wrestling. On, it is. I mean, I'm not trying to say, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's going to offend certain people, but if yeah. they stick to their guns and it's like, hey, it's wrestling, you yeah. know what? It, it, I'm just happy that he can be himself on a big platform like that. Yeah. So. That'll pretty much do it for this week. Uh, if you have any questions for yeah. us. I'm surprised that AEW wouldn't allow that, though. Maybe because it's on a larger... TNT. Yeah, larger channel. And they're like, yeah, we'll get, we'll let you get away with a few things, but that's not really something we want. Maybe tone it down a little bit. No no boob plaques, no dick flips or something. I don't know. Take the lollipop out of your trunks. That's right. So, uh, but if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, Jimmy Miz Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And you can subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. Yeah. Podcasts brought to you by iTunes. Ha 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 ha. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Play.fm, <laughs> Satchel, and Spotify. We're also on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear. The Twitter. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And, and we're going to Disney World. We will not catch you next week, but we will be back in uh, November. I go to Disney World. <laughs>